Welcome back to A Hamster with a Blunt Pen Knife, the Doctor Who non-commentary podcast, which we're calling An Extra Slice. Oh, that's good. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Joe, and I'm here today with my special guest star, star of Two Watch Who, Mr. Mark Rawlins. Hello. Hello. You've done a few of these now, haven't you? Yes. You have. And um, perhaps I'm asking everybody to do this, mm. but you could explain the premise of this um, members-only uh, bonus podcast that we're doing. So off you go. Explain the premise? Yeah. Uh, well, we're talking about other television shows, aren't we? That's right. Why do you look so scared? Well, no, because I was like, <laughs> if I missed something, I was like, that's what the premise is, right? Yeah. yeah. What so about... it's... Well, go on. No, go well, on. No, well, it's your premise. Oh, Jesus <laughs> That's what the next hour is going to be like, folks. Um, so it's bringing in established hamster contributors and asking them to choose a television show. And bear in mind, this can be from any television show throughout history. So what they choose is very personal to them. I would like to make that very clear before we go into the episode we're about to do now. Um, Any TV show it could have been. And um, we talk about the show as an overview. And then we select five or six different episodes. And we'll do commentaries on those. So it gives you a good overview of the series. And then a good example of episodes from it. So, Mark... Why don't you tell everybody the show that you've chosen? Uh, well, I have chosen the Australian soap opera Neighbours. The wackiest choice of my well... first ten that I'm doing of this. <laughs> um, well, t- straight, can I ask you a question? Yep. When you could have chosen any show, mm. why Neighbours? Um, oh, it's... Do you know what? It's got quite a parallel. If There is a some kind of Venn diagram out there of Doctor Who fans and Neighbours fans, you know. Okay. What's a Venn diagram? <laughs> it, it, it sounds very intelligent. I just like, <laughs> like, like, you know, one of them, I'm, they're, they're, it's like a diagram that shows, like, proportions of people. Anyway, it doesn't matter what that is. Okay. But I, just I think they are very you're just similar. You're very smart there. So you add a bit of weight to your argument. Okay. Go on. So, yes... It's oh, it's really difficult to explain, um, but the reasons I like it is it's it, it has that similar like I'm not a fan of like other soaps or anything like that. No, you, you don't do watch get any other you do soaps. get people to watch all other things. I don't watch other, but I like continuing TV drama series. Okay, and I think as a Doctor Who fan, you have that kind of mind of of being interested in television production and history. I think generally that is something that. Doctor Who fans or fans of television programmes enjoy. And Neighbours um, is a very long-running continuing drama series, a bit like Doctor Who. You have different theme tunes, title sequences, different casts coming back, different sort of eras of producers. It it does have that similar sort of history. So what attracts me, I mean, I... We can go into it when I sort of watched it as a child. I think everybody maybe in the UK has watched a bit of Neighbours at some point because it's been yeah. such a big thing. Oh, definitely did. Um, I think its reputation is very different to what it actually is. Um, but I think that it's that history and looking back and there's a bit of a fandom around it as well that I've sort of been involved with as well. So it's very... It does have those parallels. And I think there are a lot of Doctor Who fans on Twitter 
there is that sort of neighbours fan group, but also there is a sort of a Doctor Who and neighbours crossover there. No, I see a lot of people that do there? enjoy that, and it's different to like British soaps. I've no, I don't really, I've never really watched like Coronation Street or anything like that. I know they're long running as well, and there's fans in in that way. But there's something about the sort of the production of it and the history of it that I also enjoy. Do as you, well as just watching it for some great drama and great you, television. You well, quite yeah, um, and I think some like people find neighbours it quite easy to mock. I think uh, because yes. because it's like a piece of ephemera. It's on early in the evening. The production value, even though I think the production value got better and better, you know, it is it, it's essentially a wobbly wall soap, isn't it? Essentially, yes. I know later on it was on film and they made it look very filmic, yes. but initially it was. I think this perception, a bit like Doctor Who, wobbly sets in the sixties. Oh my god, I'm getting these very, parallels. You know, I'm getting these, these parallels. And oh, you know, the height of when I don't know when Doctor Who was on, like maybe Tom Baker or even like. Dalek mania when everyone's like oh everyone's probably watched an episode of Doctor Who at some point at that time in the UK and it's known for those sort of very few things um I think obviously Doctor Who's changed a little bit with the new series but Neighbours I think has stayed in that 80s Madge Harold Kylie Minogue bubble and like when it was axed and it was on all the news sites everywhere and the BBC news did it they always show Bouncer's Wedding which is the dog's <laughs> wedding. Oh, it's hilarious. Which is, does, he, does, does, does he dream about not. a female dog and a bo- Yeah, and it's just like one minute in the 80s. And I think that sums up how people look back on it fondly with nostalgia. Whereas if maybe in the 90s, when people were talking about Doctor Who, they would show some terrible yeah, moment of... Like a I clip of Martin Clunes from Snake Dance. Yeah, 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 exactly like that. So it's it's like that, where actually right. we know, as Doctor Who fans, where actually the show has so many more different levels... Uh, and so much more into it. So does Neighbours, I feel. And I think the the scriptwriter, towards the last few years of the of when it was on currently, uh, it started looking back at its past, a bit like Doctor Who, referencing things from the past, bringing right. things back, acknowledging its history and its nostalgia, but also creating some great drama looking forward. And, and the product, as you say, the production value's got so much better and it was a great, great drama. I think better than some British TV well, can soaps. Because I, I watched so, Neighbours in the 90s, right? Yes, yeah. And it was still a bit of a wobbly wall soap then. And I, again... You know, they'd be have an argument, they'd slam a door. Yeah. And, you, you know, the door would... And then I didn't watch it for years and years and years and years and years until I met you. And then I started watching Neighbours like 20 years later and I was like... Oh, God, what's this going to be like? You know, this long, lingering soap that's gone on forever. And you put that episode on and I was like, oh, it's all done on film. They're all on location the whole episode, you know? Mm. They've got this massive vineyard that they're going to. Like, these are absolutely beautiful locations. I'm like, okay, so they're actually pouring some proper money into it by the end. Maybe it might have led to it being cancelled, you know? Maybe they were spending a bit too much. Well, I think it was the longest-running continuing drama in Australia, at least. And it's got, uh, I think... Australia should be very proud of it as, yeah. as a heritage I'm piece. I'm surprised no one in Australia plumped to to fund that. But I don't know. think anybody watches it. It's the equivalent of, you know, Doctor Who in 1989 probably over oh, over yeah. there. Can I ask you, you know you said about the fandoms, right? Yeah. And the different periods. Yeah. You know, like, well, we'll say, oh, the Graham William era is my favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a bit of that with Neighbours? Like, you know, oh, the, the so-and-so producer of the 90s. Yeah, I mean, I we all have our different, like, the different sort of doctors. So I've not I've not watched Neighbours all the way through. I've, I started, I did a bit in the 90s, sort of, to mid-2000s. Then I picked up again, uh, sort of, 2016 onwards. So I've got sort of missing years. We all have missing years. 
Um, but oh, talking not for to Doctor like Who, fans, you don't. Not for Doctor Who, but for Neighbours. Okay. Um, so yeah, there's a sort of mid, sort of early two thousands. There was a producer that made a lot, came in, made a lot of changes that the fans really hated, and she got rid of a lot of old characters and made these big, cha- you know. So talking to fans, yeah, there are What's certain producers. Susan Bauer. Susan Bauer. We're yeah. coming for you, Susan Bauer. Yeah, so I don't think she ended up... She Did tried she to make, make it, it like... Is she the one who said added a sort of youth element to it? it she wanted to make it more of a teenage neighbors, thing. Neighbours, no, no, two, one, oh. Yeah, and got rid of a lot of uh, older characters and made it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there are different sort of time times within the in the show and I think people, again, like Doctor Who, have different sort of it, eras, eras. Yeah. <laughs> eras, <laughs> yeah. That they like. So it's really good fun just to look back at the history. And yeah, like I say, the different title sequences and the different theme tunes and what they do. But it's always Neighbours. But it's just great to ha- look back or... For somebody that's dipped into Neighbours yeah. but hasn't experienced as much as you have, mm. such as people listening to this episode possibly, mm. are there distinct eras that you could sort of quantify like you know like the 80s the 90s the 2000s i would break it up in those decades so what yes. yeah so the 80s is where it began and it was sort of like um you know the ramses and it was scott and charlie well it was very Madge much harold a, i think a very smaller ensemble it just focused on these few families and it and those early ones because they're out on dvd they're all on youtube and daily motion and stuff and out there they're quite um, sort of hard hitting. They they don't treat the women very well. And I know it's sort of it is the eighties there, but the way that they talk to each other and some of the storylines are quite gritty. I've got to say, as it starts, it's quite kitchen sink drama when it starts off. But I, what I like about Neighbours is you have those moments, but you have the comedy storylines. Yeah. And you can and have the serious stuff. Often in stuff. one episode, yeah. you've got something something quite dramatic and happening you, yeah. and something absolutely absurd And happening. there's someone of sort of a different age to identify with in all the different... As it goes on. I've got to say, but, though, so occasionally the very dramatic things are the comedy things. Well, such as Therese hanging off the roof yes. or Julie Martin's death at the murder mystery party. I think it no, But then... Uh, towards the end it also knew how to lean in and it knew it was being ridiculous <laughs> yeah but actually can get away with it because actually the acting is, is really good throughout I think I, I think well. it's pretty and, strong but to sum up what I think generally people say and if you're thinking oh I'm listening to a thing about Neighbours um, so for instance I, I think the acting was really great recently and I was watching uh, when I first started watching again there was this big storyline it was very dramatic and um, Sarah came round yeah <laughs> and this I is just, Sarah Mark's co-host yeah. from To Watch Who and I know she's never watched Neighbours and I always told her about oh my god this is happening in Neighbours this is happening in Neighbours and I said oh I'm just watching Neighbours and she looked up one second and went oh my god this is terrible the terrible acting this is awful and she'd not even sat and watched like one word of it it's just you assume it's oh, Neighbours it's an Australian what soap opera it's like therefore it's, it's going to the be cheap it's in cultural zeitgeist it's in that thing where that it's a oh bit these are terrible this is all terrible and literally like you've literally just looked at the TV screen when it's on you haven't even t- seen anything well, do you know what surprised so, me was when when you reintroduced me to it mm. and the first episode I watched it was about a polyamorous relationship yeah. <laughs> and the these two gay guys that had a kid with this woman yeah. who's Jane's daughter and there was all this sort of very in inverted commas woke stuff going on mm. and I remember watching it and I'm going oh this is a bit much isn't it it's all a bit greasy PC and then it only took me about two or three episodes of watching where I was like 
it got its hooks into me again really quickly. So I think I think like if you're just seeing a snapshot of it, yeah. you'll be like, oh god. And it's difficult to introduce someone to a soap like well, that. Clearly, to it, say, wasn't. it only took me a few episodes. Well, yeah, but I think you can get into it. But I think you need to. It's more of a stamina than just oh, watch this TV series, watch this finite beginning and end. Um, but I think you can gather bits of are you kidding chunk, me right chunks now? of episodes. How the hell can you watch Neighbours from beginning to... How many episodes are there? <laughs> Over 8,000. <000. laughs> exactly. It's going to take you half your well, life. No, you don't need to watch it all. You can dip in and out, I think. I think you um, could probably watch periods. Watch certain areas. And they're about to put all of the episodes I think they onto up, a streaming I channel. I think there will be upstreaming. So I think hopefully there'll be a resurgence in interest. Yeah. What has been great about recently and what is great about when you're a regular watcher is to see those arcs over a long period of time. That's what you get with soap rather than your just general yeah, series of drama. Definitely. You can see things, how things develop. Sometimes, though, with different writers coming in and out, someone will forget something or someone oh, will change I their know, face. It's that, or a something bit. Like that. But What was the name of that character that they thought had like evil PTSD? And they all thought she had like um, she had no emotions. The blonde character, the one who went off to London. Oh, yeah, Harlow, yeah. Harlow. They thought that she was turning into a psychopath, an evil, and they went down this route. like, oh, yeah. my God, look at her. She's disassociating from all emotion. And then the next week, it was like, oh, no, I'm back. I'm back to normal. I was like, <laughs> Well, yeah, what? sometimes you've got to forgive it in that way because it is continuing. And in terms of the production as well, you've got to admire it. They're making six episodes. They are filming six episodes a week yeah, to go that out. Is that is two hours, two and a half standard. hours of television a week yeah. continuing uh, right and it wasn't the, like they were just like, doing like in rooms a couple of the episodes I saw later on there was a fire in the school I mean they did a bloody tornado or something hitting yeah. and the, a tree fell down on the yeah. bar and murdered yeah. somebody but you but it's nice just to watch you get those big dramatic storylines but then you also have those smaller just look, looking at the community the fun it's fun a world it. just yeah. to look into that world for 25 minutes and just see what's happening and you can just Switch off, and it's great escapism as well. Jeez, I think you're going to end know? one absolutely agonising over the fact that it's gone, <laughs> the way you've just well, sold it Well, it then. is coming back now, isn't it? So oh, that's right. that all well, happened the, as well. Like car- Doctor Who, it was axed and then it came back. You yeah, know, it's it didn't got- come back two months later <laughs> know, exactly. after its massive finale. <laughs> I know, I um, know. Well, okay, so sort of going... Okay, let's, let's take this a decade at a time, mm-hmm. very quickly, and talk about some of your favourite characters. Because I think oh. if you look at the 80s, yeah. that's where probably the most famous characters come well, from. Well, that's when... That's Neighbours' Dalek mania, isn't it? The yeah, Scott and Charlotte wedding. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's yeah. its peak. Um, so who were the biggies, really... who were the biggies at that point? Well, you don't get Madge until sort of a year or so in... Uh, so it was axed after a couple of months to begin with, yeah. and Didn't then changed channel, and then channel. went to another channel, picked yeah. it up. So it could have only lasted. And that that those early early years are a bit ropey. Some of the some of the characters went over, but not all of them. They recast a few people. Um, but you obviously got your young group of like school kids. So you you have Scott and Charlene. And Mike, oh Mike, played oh by Guy Pearce, who was such a revelation a because revelation. he it was came fucking back. Gorgeous. Guy Pearce coming back for the finale. He's a really great actor, and I didn't really. So I obviously didn't watch these ones at the time. I got them on DVD and watched them back. But I think Mike is a great. I think better than Scott. I think he's probably the best actor of, yeah. of that time. And, and I'm have, not surprised he went on to do movies like Memento and Priscilla yeah. and things like that. And you have Daphne and Des, 
which were a great oh, couple man. around that time. She was I the think first... Daphne is I mean, a I know very she weren't a power lesbian, but that haircut... <laughs> well, it's all the 80s, <laughs> isn't it? Some of the fashions. Oh, my God, can I just say, you just mentioned Desmond. Mm. The few episodes we've been watching from that period of Desmond's mm. mother. Uh, do you remember what her name is? Um, we'll just call Eileen, her... isn't it? Eileen, oh, my... Uh, no, Desmond! Mm. She's not good for you, Desmond! <laughs> she is so over the top. If that was a character in Neighbours, that would be me. But really, in the 80s, you, you've got... The Robinson family, which is Helen and Jim and Julie. Like Helen Daniels is You know, iconic. Helen Daniels, absolutely that. She is, I don't know, the William Hartnell of Neighbours. If I'm, probably, I'm good, yeah. well, this is a Doctor Who podcast, yeah, so I'm yeah, going to yeah. do, yeah, I'm going to compare. Enough. I get it. <laughs> so she's the William Hartnell, isn't she, really? And she original. was in it a long time. And she went she? right through up until 1997, just before she died in real life. Um, really? So she went right through. Well, she had, she left because she was ill and had he died. Yeah, otherwise, oh. I think she would have just carried on. So, and then you've got the, um, what did I say, the Robin, sorry, the Ramses with Madge coming in. Uh, so it's really about those two families. They're the main focus of the 80s. And then you get other, as it goes on towards the 90s. Henry you get came some, in, didn't Henry, he? so you've got Madge and then her two daughters, Charlene, her daughter, and Henry, her son. Um, she, um, Madge was the sister of Max Ramsey. So it was originally in that house in the first episode was Max, Maria, Danny and Shane. They Max were the Ramses. Max didn't he? And then Max, yeah. And then this is what happens in a soap. Something happens behind the scenes and they just have to swap out a character. Yeah. <laughs> he disappears, no explanation And then his sometimes. brother just joins in a few his episodes His brother joins later. in to take over and a bit later on. And picks up the plots. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have to do that sometimes. Oh, and do you know what? My favourite from the 80s. Mrs. Mangle. And then you've got people like Mrs. Mangle. <laughs> Harold comes in a bit later on. Um, I will have this cafe shut down yeah. and I'm calling the police immediately. Yeah, and so these are these characters that... Uh, what's Mrs. Mangle the equivalent of? I don't know, the Daleks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, or, she's, or a, she's the Rani or the Master. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but... Um, so yeah. that's the 80s. And then as we go to the 90s, I think the 90s peaked again. Yeah, I think you're Because right. I feel like everybody that's, knows that's the 90s. That's what I was watching. And it, so was... it goes down a little bit. And then, and then when the... Well, who do we have? Well, you sort of have Hannah, Martin, the yeah. Martins. Oh, so Julie Martin, that is... character gets recast and comes back. This was my period you've got the when Martins. I was obsessed. You had Lucy Robinson in there, yeah. uh, Debbie Martin, Hannah Martin, yeah. um, Lance, Amy, All Joel. Of those. Oh, and then, it, then it's um, Jesse Spencer, Billy, the Kennedys. Oh, my Basically, God. Basically, Billy, Libby, Susan and Carl come in. In yeah. the mid nineties, and that's I think when it goes back up again, and that's when I first started watching. You know, My first memory. You of... know who the Kennedys are, don't you? Uh, Mrs. Kennedy. What's her name? Susan. Yeah, she's Sarah Jane Smith. She she's just, the Sarah she Jane ne- Smith. She never Absolutely. went away, did she? She is the Sarah Jane. She's lovely. Smith. Yeah. Um, I my first memory when I started watching it was. Um, Libby was a big character of mine. Always been a favourite of mine, and I remember I think. Darren Stark was going away or something and he got on a bus and she cried and I remember being really upset and crying. That was my first memory of Neighbours. What was of the neighbors. mechanic called during that period with those sort of longish hair? Oh, well then Drew, that's a bit later oh, on as we get in towards the 2000s. Yeah, you to take his top off a lot though. It was amazing. So you ha- and that's when I started watching around that <laughs> Yeah, time. I bet no, you no, did. No. So I probably started like 97 Is that when Joel onwards. was in it? And Joel came in yeah. and the Kennedys... 
yeah, the Kennedys were a big factor of the 90s. And then the big storyline there, I suppose if you're looking at big storylines, so Scott and Charlene's wedding in the 80s. Massive. The, uh, Carl and Sarah affair would be the big story of the 90s, I oh, feel. Oh, it was huge. I feel like that was its second peak. And I'll I tell you what, that's the, sort the of episode Tom where era. she found out and slapped him round the face. I've seen that yeah. clip shown so many times. Yeah. Do you know what she says? <laughs> Don't! Yeah. <laughs> I I think that was the next peak. That's the nineties. That's sort of ninety eight going into ninety nine, and then an early two thousands peak. I feel like was I'm doing it? a weather forecast. Well, the Scullies came in, and the Scullies were a great family for me because oh. I watched them moving in. Literally, the Martins you know, drove down the street, and then the Scullies drove up the street and came in, and then you got the three sisters: Flick, Michelle. Steph with Lynn and Joe Scully, and they. Oh, and you really... still had the the Lance and his mum and all of that then, didn't you? It was that. No, they... it was a big sort of changeover then. So you sort of had the Kennedys and the Scullies were the main as going into the early two thousands. You know what? I can't watch those Scully episodes now though because I know that uh, Ma and Pa Scully. What are their names? Lynn, Lynn and Joe. Yeah, they hated each other. Well, didn't no, they? not to begin with. Didn't not to begin with. Someone drive someone to absolute depression. <laughs> yeah, later on in real life. Yeah, I didn't and then get they on. had a court case against. But, I think there's sorts. always. Well, this is interesting as well. Being mm-hmm. interesting in neighbours, no one's ever done a sort of behind the scenes book. None of those actors have done there's a behind one. the scenes. All there's one on that well. shelf. There's one which is mm, a bit questionable, but nobody's ever done there you know like Doctor Who everyone's got a book out yeah, so you'd yeah, think yeah. that someone like Madge or Harold would there's always mean been a tell a all. no one's done a sort of behind the scenes it's always been what's been going on behind you know no one you know what's her name who plays Susan I don't know yeah Maybe, she, she could have done got, one oh, someone who left so the show stories. no one's really talked who about it who wrote that book on the shelf that so there is a book so um, the lady that plays um, that played Sarah this is the, the one, one that had, had the affair, affair with, with Carl, Carl Nicola right. Charles. So yeah. she wrote a book, self-published, very questionable, saying that all these things went on. It was a bit casting couch when she got there. The people were very horrible to her, taking drugs, blah, 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 blah. This is the stuff she's, we won. Yeah, she's not great on Twitter. She's a big Trump supporter and is all very oh, no. pro. So not none of the fans like her oh, and like God. block her. Well, no, <laughs> don't yeah, but, like her. but don't so forget don't as well. Very right, much. Let's, let's, she's saying I have to Let's not forgive her for being a Trump supporter. <laughs> well, but <laughs> she, the fans don't like her because she wedged her way in between Susan and Carl, who were like she came the, back. She's been back twice though. She did come back twice. They rewrote the storyline. Oh, she come back the, in right at the end. No, towards the end, they rewrote the storyline to say that Carl actually slept with her, so he had another. So they had a son together. So the son comes back. Didn't they have an affair with someone else as well? Uh, yes, yeah, Izzy, and then two thousands. That's the other big storyline. And Izzy and Carl, they because I think because of that success, they did it again. They do it again. So it's like but, so Izzy and Carl is like the Dalek invasion of Earth, following after the Daleks. Okay. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like let's, it's been such a success. Let's do this again. And but that was big, a big two thousand. Well, wasn't was she a, big, a bit goo goo? Uh, is he? She she's a classic character. I think she's what they call the heritage character now. Uh, so and she's and she came back right and near she's the end. Always didn't coming she? back. She came back. She came back um, a couple of years ago and tried to um, steal Carl's sperm and impregnate That's herself. Right. <laughs> but isn't, and then in the, in the last period, I think she was sleeping with their son. Uh, in the very last episode, yeah. she comes back because I think it's again, it's the greatest hits. It's like, what else could we do? It's you know, for the fans, they're oh, really looking it. back. There was a sequence. I, I see. I started watching these random clips of of uh, neighbors on YouTube. I think just to impress you a little bit. So I thought I you think I'd have a bit of knowledge. And um, there was this wonderful clip between Susan and this Izzy where she went out in the streets and she's like, 
you are pathetic, Izzy, and and I, you will never degrade my household again. And she walked away with her head high. Mm. Honestly, that Jackie Woodburn pissed off because she's always so light and amiable throughout most of the show. But I'll tell you what, when she gets a cop on, I think she might be the best actress in the whole show. You know, she's brilliant, isn't she? Yeah. She's really great. And they, I think they all are. It's a great... Because I think, again, Neighbours is also famous for just sort of casting people on looks a lot of the time yeah. rather than talent. And I think that they What, Mrs get, Mangle? They get, you know, for the younger crowd, they okay. would employ models and then give them acting lessons behind the scenes. Holly Valance, them on. people like that. Well, well she was she's great quite good. Who is she? They do auditions. She's Flick Scully. Um, I beg your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> Scully. So... Um, but I think some other people have been discovered just on their looks and then, oh, can you act? And then they learn acting. And a lot of people had never acted before. But it's a great training ground. This was what was talked about when Neighbours was being axed. This is where a lot of directors, all of, you know, um, casting people, they had a, like a director's course where you would let, and you would direct Neighbours. And it's a great pool of talent for Ian Australian Smith television. Smith said when the show was axed, mm. he said this is a travesty because this show has been basically like the apprenticeship for mm. so many people in Australian television. Actors, directors, writers, mm. like they've all earned their chops through Neighbours. And it is a really good way of starting out. Yeah. You know, and I think what you get there as well is you get great TV because I think when you're starting out in the biz, you take risks. Yeah. You know, so you so you get big storylines. Okay, so we've got the the Scullys and the Kennedys. Yeah, and that's a going to a sort of big period. And then this is where I stopped watching sort of 2004, yeah, 2005. Yeah, me too. I see. I remember that bit, and then I don't and remember. And then this after is that. where Paul Robinson came back. So oh, you have okay. the Hoylands with Izzy. Who? Um, uh, the Hoylands yeah, Hoylands oh, family um, and then I and this is where I mean it went off a little bit I think because what Susan ended up being the local newspaper editor for a while okay, Libby left yeah. um, the coffee shop became like Harold's store Lou and Harold ran the shop the store together they blew up Lassiter's and rebuilt it all oh and Paul was this big super villain <laughs> that came in okay. and he started taking over so then sort of the the pool sort of time. Uh, Harold's family came in and then everyone died in a plane crash. I miss they, all they of got this. rid of half the cast in a big plane crash. Really? And it like, axed a lot of people. All of Harold's family died because wow. he was living with his son, uh, um, daughter in law, and what's it called? What's it called? Granddaughter. Yeah. They all got killed off. He all just went. Is that during this Obviously, woman's magic, period? Magic left. Uh, well, towards that. Um, and then I started watching again. Um, sort of 2017 or so. I mean, Toadie, you, you have these characters that stay through. Um, all the Scully sort of dispersed eventually. Um, so I didn't really know anyone when I started watching. But what got me back into it, and this is great marketing, because a big storyline towards sort of 2001, 2002 was Toadie getting married to Dee. Uh-huh. Uh, and they sort of, because he's... Not as conventional looking, maybe. No, so yeah, he always had bit, different. And then she and... was like this thin blonde girl. So they were always saying it was sort of the princess and the toad or whatever, oh, you know, because no. he's toady. <laughs> that was sort of nickname. This Listen. great wedding. And they were sort of an unlikely couple. And it went on for years and years. Will they, won't they? And they did eventually married. And then obviously on their wedding day, the car went off the cliff. <laughs> oh, no. uh, Toadie survived and <laughs> Dee was never seen again and we had the funeral and everything her body was never found and oh, it was always a big thing don't you tell me she came it back it was always a big thing and then this news article came out 
Dee Bliss is back from the dead. She's going to be in it. So this was like over 10 years later. And I thought, I have to watch now because I just need to see. They've got the same actress back. What is going to happen? Tony settled down had kids and a new wife. And she knocks on the door. Hi, I'm back. And that started off a big storyline that was so successful. They extended it by a couple of years and kept at it. What the original plot was just extended so much and they added so much more because it got so, and I think a lot of people started watching was it a doppelganger? because of then well I don't want to give it away but yeah, um, it went on it, there was an evil sister twin <laughs> no. separated was it birth. the evil sister that knocked on the door yeah pretending oh, and, but then wow. you see the evil it was this whole storyline actually <laughs> and she was saying yes oh I remember you Susan oh yeah and all this stuff um, she was pretending um, the whole time it was the evil double sister but then what they did, because it was so successful, they added this whole extra bit where actually there is the real D and she turns up oh, after a God while. Sucks. So we have two of them being played by the same actress and it went on for ages and the Excuse evil me. sister got put in prison and then the, the, the her double came to visit her. And so they had all these scenes between themselves. How you know? many evil doppelgangers did you went, get in Doctor Who? <laughs> I know, They're exactly. doing Doctor Who storylines. Exactly. And then they brought in the, the evil mother who was poisoning... Tony's oh, current wife. Can we talk about this, please? Is that, that Nanny McPhee? Nanny Alice as well. So they added okay. all this stuff. So I was about to say, when you started telling yeah. me about this Nanny Alice mm. character, I was like, oh, I've got to watch yeah. these episodes. And then they showed me some <laughs> clips and there's this woman, yeah. sweetness and light. Yeah. She's making these cookies. And what's she powdering them with? Like b- b- codeine. <laughs> like. <laughs> and she's going, la, 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 <laughs> a sprinkle of codeine. But, while you're, well, but this is going over, it's not just sort of a, I don't know, it sounds a bit like, what's that American so like Days of Our Lives type thing? Mm. It's not done like that. It's done in a, it sounds ridiculous, but it's done in quite a realistic way. So it's over a period of months and months and even years that you're watching this slow burn storyline because she came in a bit, a bit happened, went out, other things were happening and there were all these clues in the build up to mm. it. And and while that's happening, there's other big uh, storylines happening. They brought in a, a character, Cassius, right? Uh, he turns up uh, and he's literally wearing hardly anything. He's like this big sort of bodybuilder guy. He's like, oh, oh you piqued my he attention. Had, he hasn't got anybody. There's no relation to anyone in the street. He's knocking over front door saying, oh, can I do some gardening for you? And he's doing all his gardening in like, and they did all, Channel 5 did all these promos of him like wearing nothing, doing the things and all the, everyone in the street's like, Where who's is this? this going? And he's getting attention from everybody. And it's like, who is this person? What's, and they put him in the titles straight away and usually there's some rules there you know i love how the titles change and yeah. you have the characters and the name and you know they're gonna sometimes they, they do like i don't know a month or two and then once they their story their first storyline's over you know they're staying around so they get put in the title he's in the title straight away so I'm like well, what's going on what's happening anyway it turns out there's this huge build storyline where actually he'd been in um about six months before in the background as a waiter because someone um, he was looking for his long-lost father who had died on Guy Fawkes night in a jacuzzi dressed as Guy Fawkes. Someone had hit him over the head with a gnome. And <laughs> with a gnome. Was, he was secretly sort of undercover trying to find his father. But what they did, they planted him. And then he was in that six months. He was a baddie, got put into prison, and they took him out again. Cause, so even, like, the show knows what it's doing by this point. Right. So they're putting him in the titles. Because yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. thinking that he's not just sort of villain of the week because he's in the titles. He's uh-huh. going to... A bit like, you know, like... Was um, he in those earlier scenes, earlier episodes, in the background? Well, so they did a flashback a year... Like, a year... when This went on for about a year. And then they did a flashback, and he was there as a waiter oh, with a mask on on Guy Fawkes okay. Night. 
and he was actually turned out to be the murderer. But there was this whole big who who is it? You know. So what like, you're saying is so this they're is very the... clever at for you know all these things. If you're watching as a, a regular right through, you get so much benefit from it. That's that's I suppose the benefit of having the longevity it does, yeah. and knowing it's going to continue. Yes, is that they can do this long form storytelling with massive payoffs. Yeah, they did the same thing. I remember they did it with. Um, Phil's son Michael who was trying to kill Julie Martin (laughs) in various ways and it started off with him just being a bit of a petulant teen and eventually honestly he's trying to drug her and throw her down a jacuzzi I mean it was amazing but but they know what they're doing because with the whole D thing anything with D or a clue Everyone would be talking about it and on Twitter. What is it? And there was like end of year special. Literally, she the car pulled up in the background of something else. The window came down and there was D, and it went up again, and the car went away, and that was the end of the season. And everyone was like, "Oh my god, what's the next thing? What's the next chapter?" They just know what they're so doing. So would you say it's this so was another cleverly plotted peak period of Neighbours? When the D, I think a lot of viewers came back on board, like me, who had maybe watched from the nineties, and they got everybody watching again. I think. And so did that a trail off like again towards the end? Bringing David Tennant back for this RTD <laughs> back after... So you know, D David is David Tennant. 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 <laughs> you know, you've had David Tennant, that's the peak. It's gone down a bit. Let's bring David Tennant back. And I think a lot of viewers will come back to Got Doctor it, yeah. Who. Got it, yeah. And I think just bringing that character, because everyone had always said, oh, what happened to D? It was a big sort of question mark. And it was so clever for the producers to do that. And, but then after that, that led the way for other heritage characters to come back so there was always lots amy of references there she? was lots of references yeah. to the past lots of 90s characters people that i wouldn't expect amy was on my list of coming because i loved her in the 90s yeah, and so for her to I. come back as a regular character was great well she broke and, lance's heart you know she was sleeping with all these yeah. pilots i mean they did bring madge back as well i missed that bit around the 30th anniversary madge came back as a ghost for a week talking <laughs> to Harold. so no one else could see her apart from him so she was always in the scenes talking to him but no one else could see but that's a great way of bringing him back you know so, so what about the last period then? Oh, that sort of last couple of years. It was just really getting great, I think. I was because really enjoying then, it. Well, then you had the first ever gay wedding, I think, on Australian television at least. Smoking hot making, couple as well, making history. Yeah, um, and then the, yeah, the storylines were very progressive. I think. I mean, I'll never forget I mean, Therese hanging off that roof. Yeah, <laughs> then you had um, the surrogacy storyline with um, uh, our favourite Jane's daughter. Oh, um, uh, Charlotte Grimes. Yeah, Charlotte Chimes. Yeah. <laughs> Nicolette. Nicolette. There's a baby swap storyline. Yeah. So she had a baby and there was a big moment there where actually there were two babies all of a sudden. Like and I said, a massive uh, pole came down, hit a bar, yeah. killed somebody, and then Paul's son went off mm. the rails, didn't he, a but bit? But then you also have that small draw. Well, and then they were celebrating the 35th anniversary. Like Doctor Who, they love an anniversary special. Yeah. Bring everyone in. So bring everybody back when it's an anniversary you know, it's the equivalent of the five doctors, <laughs> you know, the it, you know, it, and it is, they bring all these faces back. Uh, and I think that gets viewers watching as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, but then some of them stay around or some of them, what they did, I think in the eighties and the nineties, you would have a character come in. Obviously that actor wants to leave. They're written out and they're always, Oh, they're in Queensland. Oh, they can't get a flight. When there's a big family emergency, like when Madge died, her daughter didn't come to the funeral or anything, you know. Right. Oh, Charlene, oh, there's a fl- uh, the flight's been delayed, she can't get there. You Whereas know, all she that would kind be of there. Stuff. Whereas some of these other smaller characters, what happens is they sort of dropped in and out a bit more like real life. So you would have 
um, Paul's sister. Like, so you'd have Lucy Robinson then all of a sudden. She'd come in for a couple yeah. of episodes, go away. You'd well, you see her a few is. months later. You know what this is? Because, yeah. It's the Ross T. Davis era, Doctor Who, with Jackie Tyler and Mickey coming yeah, back exactly. every couple of episodes. So they leaned into getting some of these other faces, not for big stints. Some of them for, were stayed around some of them didn't or they'd be on a call or do a skype call and someone would do a video and it made it even more sort of real life that actually there are these other characters still living their lives out there so and they could come in and out rich of this, history of the, characters oh, they were just that mining that history towards the end they yeah. were really mining that history with which resulted in the final ever episode of the current run oh where God. everyone came back which is brilliant which is the journey's end i suppose yeah yeah, or yeah. dimensions in time yeah of all of that so it, it was absolutely incredible the amount of famous people, and I know people criticise Kylie Minogue and Justin Donovan, but I'm, I'm sure they would. They just had a, like a day's worth of filming. Yeah. So for them to do it at all, they are mega stars now. That, they are yeah. not. They don't own neighbours no. anything. That is Kylie Minogue coming back. Is Tom Baker coming back in Day of the Doctor just for one yeah, cameo? Yeah, he's no It'd Doctor be great Who to anything. See him there. Yeah, he just comes back just to do it's that like a line. Punch the ammo. But like you said, Guy Pearce coming back. That was a proper storyline where he reconnected with Jane. Yeah. And there's some serious acting going on there. It was really, really yeah. nice. Like, I, I think that was the biggest surprise of that was how much of that mm. pie they gave him. And then you saw everybody in the last sequence where Susan Kennedy gave that lovely speech where she said, you know, together... We will find the perfect blend. Yeah, oh, sorry, perfect. I don't know what I'm doing the Irish accent. And now, and now it's coming back. And I'm, I don't know. It, that was such a great ending. It's great that it's continuing, but I don't know who's I coming back. It is just, it going to be so different? Is this this is its reboot? This is its yeah, Christopher Eccleston <laughs> starting from <laughs> what is that gap? We need Neighbours magazine to do a regeneration in the comic. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, look, I've got, I've got another question for you. Oh my god! Imagine Neighbours poster magazine. <laughs> anyway no my ass be covered in bloody neighbours <laughs> posters oh dear god um, and also sorry just uh, in terms of the merch you get the neighbours annual like Doctor Who you get the novelisations of the, some of the oh, 80s ones god. like Doctor Who there are some you know? of them yeah, there are novelisations yeah I've got some of them yeah. and it, no no merch was big back then I remember annuals and all sorts yeah, yeah. yeah I literally just said that oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> shut up all we um, need now is neighbours audio dramas <laughs> The Ramsey Street Chronicles. That is all we need. Please. I rolled. Well, now, if it wasn't coming Ooh, back, we could have done that. We really could have done that. Okay. I've got another question for you. Yeah. Come on now. You're getting very excited here. Got, got you on a topic you're very passionate about. That's what <laughs> this was all about. Um, peak deaths. Peak marriages. This is a soap opera. Well, it's so birth, basically births, deaths, and marriages, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So, okay, okay, let's start with births. I've also, I'm not bothered about the births. No, I've never been excited I, about really. the births. I, I know. I can't um, actually remember anyone being born in neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't somebody? I think it was Melanie gave birth with her tights still on in one scene. I think that's <laughs> was quite. The baby famous. stuck in the tights. <laughs> I know there was one where Joe Scully was just doing. He was a uh, lorry driver for a while, and um, no, he was a taxi driver, and this girl that he was. Um, ferrying around was just decided to give birth and he couldn't get any signal so he had to deliver the baby by the side of the road wow. um yeah but births I, I yeah they're more sort of 80s i feel but they go to town on deaths but can i just say two that i remember yeah. really well i remember daphne is it daphne, daphne. When, yeah. she, when they're in the field they're going on a the duck no. hunt one no, yeah that is, so that is um is that daphne 
Sky's mother. So that's Harold's daughter. Is it? Oh, what's her name? I don't know. I remember, he was he was wading his way through that. It was like power crawl. He was going through this marsh, screaming out her name. Married to Joe Mangle. Yeah, it was Joe Mangle, wasn't it's it? Sky's mother, Harold's daughter. I can think of everybody else around her. Like, <laughs> is it not Kerry? Is it? Kerry. No, maybe. Who I knows? Can't remember. But obviously, my other favourite is. Julie Martin's death, just because they made a complete <laughs> joke of it, is setting a murder mystery party. They're all there, and her life's fallen apart at this point. I mean, she was fabulous, wasn't she? A total neurotic Julie both Martin. Both versions, both incarnations of Julie Martin have been brilliant. She was so amazing. She accused the neighbours of cooking and eating the dog, didn't oh, she? That's neighbours in the 80s, not this best oh, moment. No, that was the best. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I don't think they would Mullins. do that now. Oh, yeah, I saw Julie Mullins at Gatwick yeah. Airport, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I was going up behind her on the escalator going, it's Julie Martin! She just threw me a filthy look. <laughs> I said, don't talk to me. Anyway, they went to this murder mystery party and uh, she's found dead down the bottom of this bell tower mm. and so it becomes a rumor of who killed julie martin yeah. well it turns out it was debbie well it weren't well, debbie. No, it was in flashback we learned later on <laughs> debbie went up there she's going no mom <laughs> julie martin's at the top going you all think i'm a terrible person she's got this she's absolutely pissed as houses she's got this glass of wine in her hands and she just falls off the top yeah. of the bell tower amazing god what's your peak deaths oh well madge going was a really sad Very one sad, that was yeah. the first one that was really sort of Ian hit. Smith when he really wants to act that was so good and it happens quite quickly in these soaps it happens quite quickly doesn't it it's like deaths she, well Madge was like diagnosed in like two weeks she's written out you it, know it happened quickly for Todd he yeah. ran across the road and got yeah, hit by yeah, a car yeah. um, and one of my picks as well is Sonia's death which was a more recent one which a whole episode was devoted to and this is what Neighbours did later on I think they took the leaf from some of the UK soaps where they do these two-handers where it's just two characters very minimal just between them uh, they did a couple of those and Sonia's death is a bit like that and that's so very emotional and the acting in that is absolutely brilliant that I think that could be just a, a short film that's a short drama right. film on its own you don't need to know anything else about that what about Helen Daniels? And Helen, oh, that was sad as well. You can't watch that without well, that's tearing sad up. sad because that is, you know, that's like your 10th Planet episode four, isn't it? That's Willie Martin leaving the series and Hattie's leaving the They're series. They're watching Scott and Charlene's you know. uh, wedding over and over. Yeah. And she's like, oh, darling, to Hannah, I'm feeling a bit sleepy. Mm. So she puts her head down on her shoulder. Yeah. And then doesn't wake up. Doesn't wake <laughs> up. They come in and Hannah Martin's like, oh, I think she did. <laughs> and you always have the, the piano music, the sad piano music when someone's dead. A bit like Adric's death. But she has, has a, she has a proper montage, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. I mean, she has diced with death before. Remember when she was nearly ga- gassed in the garage? <laughs> I mean, lots of things have happened to Ellen Daniels before. <laughs> wasn't so. she menaced on the Bungle Bungles? <laughs> no, no, she wasn't menaced. Or romance, think. I think. Yeah. So. That's what I meant to say. Any other deaths worth uh, noting? Drew fell off a horse. Oh, that's and died. That and Libby. That was really sad for it Libby. Was beautiful. Was there a plot right where Flick, Scully, and Libby were both after the same man? And it uh, all got very no. nasty. So what happens is Steph uh, was getting married, um, and her younger sister was having an affair with him, and then they found out on the, on the it got altar. Really that was a big moment. Nasty, that was a big it? fight in the street. There was proper bitch fighting of, going yeah, on. That is Pete neighbours. That is yes. <laughs> when two when women go up, at each other. But that that's always months and months. You see these clips, and actually, it's months and months of this these characters building up to this point, 
which is great. Well, okay. Well, there are some murders I do want to talk to you about. Right. Because um, Neighbours had a, a a weird adult spin-off where some of the younger members of the cast all went off to a desert island. Well, this was the 35th anniversary week, so we had a week... Uh, your normal episodes in the daytime where there was a wedding fair going on. So it was five weddings happening in that week. They were bringing back old characters. And then there was going to be f- however many deaths as well that week. And that was a late night version where the other another set of Neighbors characters were off hours. on an island <laughs> with... Uh, little did they know there was a, a psychopath on the island with them who was trying to kill them Smoking all Smoking hot psychopath at that. <laughs> They're all trying to fuck him and he's trying to kill them all. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's great. And Do you know what ju- astonished me about that when you yeah. showed me clips of that? Yeah. It was like a movie. It was mm. shot like a bloody movie. So a lot was put into it, and Channel 5 put a lot of money into that. So the BBC gave up Neighbours in nine, uh, 2004, uh, which I think was a big... I don't know why they did that. They didn't want to pay. Well, just given the up money, the, as the well. price went Talk up. about the same exactly. parallels. Exactly, I'm just saying, the dickhead moves by the BBC. Mm. Um, so... Then it went over to Channel 5, and I think the viewing figures went down because I just think generally Channel 5 just it does. didn't get There's the not, viewer. Not as many people yeah. have Channel 5. Yeah. yeah, and that's when the picture changed as well, when it got graded and film-rised. Where, and then film-rised. They, uh, they did. <laughs> the picture completely changed. If you watch any of the BBC episodes, it's very much game showy in the studio. You can tell it's fake. But then they went over to more of these real sets, and they upgraded everything when it went to HD as well. And the picture, and it just yeah, looks, it amazing. looks amazing. And they used all these drone footage as well. well didn't you and say they were they also... rebuilt? So they used to use the real gardens, yeah, for the residents on the street mm-hmm. uh, and their swimming pools and stuff. But then they rebuilt all of that on uh, on the lot. So all of the gardens became sets which you can use whenever, and they came a bit bigger. And I don't think they're very much like real life well, at all. You said so, to me there were some times where uh, they only had the studios available, and there were other times where they had the outsides available. Yeah. So you'll notice there are some episodes where they're all just outside having their dramas. And there was, yeah, there's a, I've, there was an interview with one of the writers. So what happens? You have a, one set of cast that are on location, the other set are on studio, and then they sort of swap over. And so the writers, it's all different writers each episode. It's not like it's... Uh, so the storylines are pitched out. Can I tell and you then, something? Okay. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> but there's another Doctor Who parallel because yep. um, Pete McTie, yes. Doctor Who fame, Praxeus... Yeah. He got an award for writing Neighbours. He was script editor yeah. and script writer of Neighbours. Oh, my God, I really want to talk to Pete McTie. <laughs> I know someone that knows him, you know? I really want to talk to him. Oh, anyway, okay, it's can I continue my story? Oh, Thank please you. go. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. So you've got these... Um, <laughs> so the writers are like, right, this, these are, this is what needs to happen. And you have these sets available because you're in studio this week for these episodes so then the writers have to work out right this um, important business meeting needs to happen but we don't have Paul's office set available we've only got the pub so that's why it goes a little slightly off real life where they're like we need to have this confidential business meeting in the coffee shop or in the because and it's more of a necessity of the sets rather than because you're watching it like why are you having this really important business in the middle of a pub in the daytime you know you wouldn't do that but that is because they've only got that set that week or these characters need to be outside on the street at this point and have this conversation or they have conversations outside rather than yeah, in their home strange. can i have a chat to you oh we're just going to stand out on the street here rather than be in your house together so it's it's a big jigsaw puzzle as well actually writing that well, and they still managed to churn it out during and covid amazing. and they were the first production uh to come back 
after COVID, after everything stopped in the world to come back, the first TV production to go back, and they'd worked did out... They, they like were, little bubbles, did they? They bubbled up the two casts and only had one set of cast outside and one set of cast inside, so that made it even that's more really, difficult. Yeah, but clever. So you though, only so ever saw these characters outside for months and months oh, and I months. I think that's clever. But it was so good, and they were the first lot, yeah, to go back into production and to carry on, and they set things up for the rest of the world that other companies were getting in touch with. Like, how do you? How are you doing this? What are you doing? So it's... It's very great. Uh, well, so we've done births, we've done deaths. Yeah. Marriages. Okay, Scott and Charlene. To... Yeah. That was the oh, I've seen that a lot. It's a bit boring. Drew and Libby's wedding was great. That had a Scottish feel. We had to eat a haggis and wear a kilt and all that stuff. Oh, the gay wedding was obviously a big The gay wedding was a... Yeah. It had... What's her name? Did you watch Kath and Kim? No. Oh, okay. There was a famous um, comedian from that who was there celebrant in that which oh. she turned out to be Carl's half sister so she came to stay <laughs> and then they went out and she came back and she'd redone she'd knocked down half their fireplace and worn redid their living room for them I'll tell she turned you out the... to be a secret millionaire because she'd written a song <laughs> that got loads of royalties and she bought Carl the tram <laughs> the biggest the biggest parallel between soap operas like Neighbours yeah. and Doctor Who is how fucking absurd the twists and turns are. <laughs> no wonder you love Neighbours because it's just like There's Doctor Who. Stuff, yeah. Very, you know, all your long lost sisters and things like this evil doppelgangers. <laughs> you know, it just sounds like a Doctor Who plot. It sounds like Megloss to me. Yes. Um, okay, well, look, we've got about 10 minutes left. Okay, mm. we've covered a lot of ground here. Honestly, it's very so exciting to hear you talking so passionately about this subject. Um, but I would like, just for five minutes, because anyone that follows um, To Watch Who mm. uh, will know of the saga oh, that you faced with um, a member of Neighbours fandom. So perhaps okay. you'd care to just share your story about that. Uh, well, so in the 2000s, when I was watching, I taped all the episodes Right. Which, yes, a bit like a Doctor He's Who fan would do. Thousands of them, so folks. I had all these tapes, a couple of years worth of episodes, and I started to digitise them all because it was taking up so much space. So I was mm. getting them all on DVD. So I've got a good chunk of episodes. Uh, and someone got in touch on Twitter saying, "Hi, I hear you've got Doctor Who, um, not Doctor Who, Neighbours episodes." Um, and then we started an exchange. This fan in Australia who wants to collect them all, and he's got loads. Perfectly and wants to do an exchange. reasonable. But he just started harassing like a lot. Like the conversation just started to go around. What episodes have you got? I'd be like, I've got these. He's like, okay, have you got this? I was like, no, I've got these. Have you got this? No, are these are the only ones I've got. Oh, why haven't you got these ones? I was like, because I haven't got them. Can I have these ones? <laughs> anyway, oh, it just went on and on. We did an exchange. He sent me a big chunk of DVDs, to be fair. And I sent a load to him. And then he, as soon, I sent like, I don't know, like 50 DVDs to him and he sent 50 to me. And then he was like, have you got any more? I'm like, look, I, it takes a long time to digitise them. I've got to sit through each, you know, um, and put them through. And he was like, well, when, you can, when can I have them? When can I have them? When can I have them? And I got, I've just got bombarded you now? messages. And that was about a year and a half ago. I sort of gave up um, and I just don't want to send him any. Because then he wanted to do a file transfer, but the files were too big. Then he wants me to buy him a hard drive and send them all over. Um, and then I sent him these DVDs and he said, oh, can I have them all on digital as well because the quality isn't great? And I was like, they're really old VHSs. I said to him as well, they're old VHSs, they're not great quality. Can, uh, anyway. He's basically a stalker now, isn't he? I get in emails and get messages day, day after day after day. And it's about a year and a half. I mean, and he will not is... let go. And, and I said, I was like, look, I've given you all of these. Have you watched them? He's like, yeah, I don't, I don't do anything else. So I've got time. To watch them that all. It's obsession and on another level. He keeps isn't it? Yeah, you know what this he, reminds he wants me of every episode. Do you it's know like what this reminds oh. me of 
a neighbour's episode. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to turn up on your doorstep oh, soon. So anyway. And he'll be your long lost brother. So there's some obsessive fans out there if you think Doctor Who fans are obsessive. He's like the Ian Levine. Yes, yeah, the, the Ian Levine of Neighbours World. I'm being harassed by the Ian Levine. I'm surprised when it came uh, off the air he didn't do his own personal fun drive to keep it I going. Know. I was like, at least it stopped now. He can collect every I episode. I imagine he's probably a bit like WizKid, you know. I, I, I know it's not as good as it used to be, but yeah. I'm still terribly <laughs> interested. Yes. Um, uh, well, yeah, so and you're still being messaged now? Yeah. Oh, bless you. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, I'll get poison messages on my blog. Don't worry about <laughs> it. It's part and parcel of putting things out there, I'm afraid. Um, well, why don't you tell everybody what episodes you've chosen? Have you chosen okay. five? Actually, I've got six. Wow, okay. Well, I wanted to this try... is a near impossible task. Well, I wanted to try and get a bit of an overview of the whole series. Okay. Um, so I've chosen, you know, some over the different decades, but also ones that I think are, are great to talk about. Go on. Um, so... I've got one from 1986, episode 249. Um, and this one, I've chosen this just because it shows that community spirit, those regular characters, the peak in the 80s. And it's the one where they do the pancake competition with Madge and <laughs> Helen. <laughs> so we'll call it the pancake competition, oh my God. which sums up Neighbours to a T. You, you can have weeks and weeks of episodes talking about this pancake competition and <laughs> of, of anticipation that there's going to be a pancake competition. So we, we have to do that What's one. What's the Doctor Who equivalent of that episode? Oh, God, the chase. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's come together to have a bit of fun. Okay. Yeah. Next. Uh, and then we're going way forward in time, actually, uh, to episode 3,445. You've skipped forward three and a half thousand episodes. Show a bit of 90s drama. And this is what I remember watching, the 1999 season finale, celebrating the millennium, a big house party in the street, and there is a fire. Oh, I love so, that episode. And it's got all of the characters in it as well. And it just shows, because I really, re- I remember watching this at the Can time. I just say, though, I don't think they've got the Channel 5 budget at this point, because the <laughs> fire itself is so lame. Okay, and then <clears throat> we are going up to episode 4,773, which is the 20th anniversary. Okay. So this is the Five Doctors of Neighbours. Uh-huh. Uh, which has this is its first time where it's really looking back on the show and you're getting lots of faces together. Is that where Annalise um, makes her video? Annalise is making a documentary about the history of the street. Oh, and everyone's and everybody in it. What's comes that woman's back. name? The woman I love. The Marlene. Really... Marlene. She's there going, <laughs> hello folks in Ramsey Street. <laughs> She's great. Okay. Um, and then we're going to a bit more recent because this is what I've really been enjoying most recently. So then we're going to episode 8002. We've skipped 4,000 episodes <laughs> I know, again. I know, I know. But it's so An difficult. overview! So this one, so Channel 5, towards the end, was saying we're going to put more money into the show. Because usually what would happen is um, the show would stop sort of over Christmas time. You'd have that season break. But then they said, we're going to do more specials. We're going to carry on right through. And they did a big press thing saying, we're going to carry on through Christmas. We're going to make more episodes. They did it for two years before they axed it. So they didn't really live up to their promises. <laughs> but this was one of the first Christmas Day episodes. Oh, wow. So this is 8002. Jim Robinson appears in a Christmas bauble. <laughs> so <laughs> we have to watch that. So you see everyone celebrating <laughs> Christmas. Um, that sounds so, incredible. So yeah, they brought Jim Robinson back from the dead. See, I'm glad so, you've chosen something. <laughs> like, that's absurd. And this show can be absurd, so I'm glad you've chosen something a bit wacky. And uh, do you know what? I think if they could have continued is it that... Is it the actor? 
Yeah, of course. Alan Dale. Yeah, Alan Dale. He yeah, yeah. What, did they put him in a bauble? Yes. Anyway. <laughs> what, no? We have to see. No, no. No. It was a special effect, right? They didn't actually put him inside a bauble. No, they didn't put him inside a bauble. No, he just turns up. In... <laughs> anyway. Um, so, and actually, do you know what? If they'd have continued that, having a big episode on Christmas Day, yeah. a bit like, again, like Doctor Who, the Christmas Day episode, you could have had everybody watching Neighbours on a Christmas Day. Yeah. There are so, ways they could have marketed like it EastEnders. later on. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to 8,052, which is Sonia's death, okay. which I talked about before, which this is, is like one. a tube, which is just between... Toadie and Sonia, uh-huh. and she knows. So it's like your event given, episode that you. This chosen. is a big event one, um, and she knows she's going to die. She's been given like days to live, but he she hasn't told him. Right. So, oh my god, can't. Oh, my, it's gonna, that's going to be tough to watch that one. Okay, you're tearing up now. Just oh, talking yeah. about it. Yeah. Is that your last one? And then the last one is eight thousand one hundred forty-one. The D storyline, which I said with. It's where Dee and her evil twin sister meet on the top of a cliff top, obviously. Oh, no. And what this happens your, then? They come your face to face. Falls. This is absolutely. No, so, it's the Doctor and the Master in <laughs> Last of the Time Lords. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the Last of the Time Lords moment. So, because that's the culmination of a couple of years' worth of storyline that they've been working towards. And it's been such a success. So there we are. I am so impressed that you have managed to boil Neighbours <laughs> I down. I mean, to be fair, there are about a hundred episodes you could have chosen. Oh, there's there? so many. When it comes to births, deaths, marriages, yeah. events. Yeah. Absurd things going on. Um, and before we go then, do you do you have like a, a favourite storyline? I think it would have to be the Dean and Andrea one. Just because it goes on Because for... it went on for so long and it gave so many moments, so many mysteries... Uh, it, they just executed it really, really well. I think. Wow. Amazing. And I know, and sometimes it goes over the top a little bit, maybe. But actually, it was great drama. It's great. It's well acted. And the way that she plays the two different ones, because she's because one of them sort of like a more well spoken version. The other one's a bit sort of the bogany sort of sister that was forgotten. <laughs> so she plays up against herself. Bogany. So, yeah, you know, like I suppose that's this Australian word of sort of chavy. I suppose. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think. <laughs> wow uh, I cannot wait to get started with this oh my god you've talked so much about so much Neighbours content here I'm desperate to go back I've to episode one about the Neighbours fan meets and stuff I have to talk to you when we watch talk these episodes what? the fan meetups that I've done oh, and stuff well, well the thing is about these Neighbours episodes is they're only 20 minutes so we'll have a bit of chat before yeah. and after and they'll be available online for people to watch along with us as well <laughs> they are all up there on Daily Motion and stuff you can find them well I think we should probably see this Fantastic episode of Hamster Extra Out <laughs> with us both singing the Neighbours oh, theme show. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 Neighbours. Yeah, but which <laughs> version is it? Everybody needs good Oh, you've got 90s there. <laughs> no, what's the woman that... That's when good... No. What's the later one? Oh, Neighbours. <laughs> <laughs> That's when good Neighbours. <laughs> 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 